Okay, well, uh, again, uh, just a reminder, please stay tuned after the exit theme uh, for my very lengthy but very in-depth Thomas theory. So until next time, let's get lost. We're going to need to watch that again. Hey, everybody, this is Cliff Ravenscraft of the Generally Speaking Podcast and I wanted to share with you my Thomas theory. Those who have listened to Generally Speaking for some time have already heard portions of this. However, I have updated it with some uh, supporting proof here. The first thing I want to do is just share with you my theory, and that is that Thomas is not... No, Thomas, first of all, is Claire's ex-boyfriend. Now, back in Season 1, in episode Raised by Another, we're introduced to the fact that Claire is pregnant and going to have a baby. And she is dating Thomas in that he is the father. Now... In the episode, we were kind of led to believe that Thomas was this deadbeat dad that dropped out on his girlfriend when he got a little scared of having a baby. And my theory is that's not exactly what's happened. First of all, do you realize that in the hatch, Swan Station number three, if you will, there is a mural on the wall. Now, this mural has painting supplies right underneath it. And so my theory is that Thomas, Claire's ex-boyfriend, is the person indeed who painted that mural. Now, the support immediately that I have for this is the fact that when we go and see Raised by Another from Season 1, we hear that Thomas is a painter, and in the background of Claire and Thomas are talking about when she first found out they got pregnant, there are some murals, unfinished murals, not hanging on the wall but leaning against the wall, and the artwork looks identical to the type of artwork that's in the hatch on the mural. And there's painting supplies. So obviously Thomas is this guy who works on multiple projects and leaves his supplies around just in case he has some inspiration. And the faces are drawn much like the face of the mural in the hatch. And not only that, but there are some numbers that are on one of the paintings in behind Thomas in his apartment in a screen capture that I'll put in our show notes. And the handwriting of the numbers of 1, 2, and 5, I believe, are written exactly like the 1, 2, and 5 that are in pain, or, I'm sorry, in the mural in the hatch. We understand that Swan Station number 6 has two people in shifts of 540 days. We learned that from Dr. Marvin Candle in, in the orientation film. So anyway, my theory is that Thomas used to work in the hatch, and when he did... He brought his lava lamp and all of his painting gear. Now, uh, we've seen the lava lamp and in the Hatchler pad bedroom, and uh, that's another thing that kind of ties the two. And what happened is he was there for his 540 days, injecting himself with the same thing that we see Desmond injecting himself with earlier on in, in Season 2. And so, anyway, he had finished his 540 days and went back to live his life you know, on back in Australia. Now, this could have been right before uh, Kelvin and his partner were put into rotation. So anyway, my theory is that this injection must have had something in it to where if a child was born as a result of the DNA of the person being injected, that it would be special in some way, and that by Claire getting pregnant from Thomas, that caused Claire's baby to be special, and Dharma would then want to have that child. Now, here's a little clip uh, to support the fact that, you know, he's not a deadbeat dad. He is, the, in fact, the one who talked 
Claire into keeping this baby. He was very excited about ha- being a father. And hey, Claire, you know, if we if we wanted to, we could do this. Stop it! No, I'm not kidding. My mom would disown me. <laughs> she basically has already. God, yeah, and but with what? I mean, my my five dollar an hour job at Fish and Fry. You're not the only one with a job, you know. I mean, I've got my painting. I mean, I've got my painting. I mean, I've got my painting. That's sweet, but this isn't what we want. Maybe it is. This could be like, uh, I don't know. Could be like the best thing ever. Could be like the best thing ever. Could be like the best thing ever. You'd you'd really want to try? Yeah. Claire. I love you. Okay, so obviously you can tell by that clip that Thomas is truly in love with Claire and that he he really does want to be a father. I mean, that it's, it's clear that that's his intention from the very get-go there. And, of course, uh, then let's just skip on into something else that kind of supports a little bit of my theory, and that is the psychic Rich, Richard Malkin. Now, you might recall that Claire had gone to uh, see a psychic uh, with a friend of hers. And here's a little clip from that, and this is what happened. So when did you find out? What? About the baby? Um, two days ago. What? What is it? I'm sorry. Um, I can't. I can't. Uh, what were you going to... What did you say? I'm, I'm not doing this reading. No, you, you were going to say something. You'll have to leave. Now. Thanks. Thanks very much. Okay, Mr. Malkin had obviously picked up on something in the psychic force, if you will. If you believe in that kind of thing. And obviously the writers wrote that in. So anyway, let's go on with that. And so here's what I'm believing. is This is part of my theory. Is that when Richard Malkin had tapped into the psychic force of surrounding with what he saw about Claire's baby. That in some way had some kind of psychic disturbance in the force, if you will. I have no idea. But anyway... My theory is that Dharma picked up on this, okay? Now, Dharma picks up on this, and it's a couple weeks pass by, and because Dharma picked up on it, they sent somebody immediately to go track down Thomas, okay? And when they do, they confront him and say, Thomas, we're here from Dharma, and we understand that you have maybe somebody that's expecting. And my theory is that Thomas... It denies the whole thing. I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, Thomas. We know that you're getting ready to... Your your girlfriend is going to have a baby. We've, we've sensed it. We know that this is true. And Thomas completely denies it. And here's the thing. 
he knows Dharma has ways of knowing things because he's he's worked with Dharma for uh, he was on the in the Swan Station three for quite some time, and so he he understands that Dharma has some weird practices and they have some weird ways of knowing things about people, and he's really scared for Claire and he's very scared for his baby. How can he get rid of Claire so that they won't be able to track him back to Claire? And the only thing Thomas can think of, via my theory, is that he breaks up with her. And here's how that goes. Now recall how we can do this, Claire. This could be the best thing ever. I love you. Now, I don't believe somebody just changes. You know, maybe somebody has a bad day. But this guy, he right before this clip I'm about ready to play, you can see that he's thinking, oh, man, how am I going to do this? And and if you go back and watch Raised by Another, right before where this clip I'm going to play picks up, look at his facial expression, and he's you can tell he doesn't really want to do what he's about to do, but he knows he's going to have to break up with her in such a way that she will want nothing to do with him. It's the only way to keep her away so that Dharma does not track her by following Thomas. Does that make sense? Well, let me play the clip. I can't do this. Do what? Do you have a bad day? This isn't working. Oh, and you knew that? I what? So I'm not overreacting here? Are you breaking up with me? Look, for the past three months, it's just, you know, there's always some plan, some responsibility, somewhere that we have to be, someone that you have to talk to. Well, yeah, I'm trying to make sure that when the baby comes... When the baby, yeah. I mean, that is just not... It's like this now, you know? What's it going to be like when the baby comes? But you said we should do this. Yeah. Yeah, well, now it's real. Well, you can't just change your mind. How in the hell am I supposed to be a dad, Claire? How about my painting? My life? I knew, I knew this was going to happen. <sighs> I told you so. Perfect. Now get all your daddy abandonment crap. Hey, you... Don't you dare try to justify what you're doing. I have done nothing, okay? I've done absolutely I nothing. You don't think I've seen what you've done? Excuse me? You were supposed to be on the pill. You think I got pregnant on purpose? I don't or even this care. was some kind of plan? You are out of your it's mind! Over, Claire. No, it's not over! I'm out of here. Damn it! Okay, so there you go. My theory is that Thomas did exactly what he had to do to completely break off and sever the entire relationship wholly so that Claire would just not try to even follow up. She want, He wanted her to believe that he was a deadbeat guy and wanted nothing to do with him being the father of her baby. And that's what he attempted to do with that argument, and he succeeded. And, of course, that's my theory anyway. And then we move back to Mr. Malkin. Now, here's what happened. A week later, I believe it was, she goes to see Mr. Malkin again. She's like, what in the world's going on? I have no idea what to do. And she's like, I remember that psychic guy, um, Mr. Malkin. He he did a psychic reading, but he kind of flipped me out with this whole idea. He didn't want to do it. And so she goes to see him again, and here we go. Yes? Mr. Malkin, we, we met before? Yes, I remember. You wouldn't give me a reading. I was hoping you would now. Is that why you didn't want to do my reading last time? No, no. I saw something. Sort of a blurry thing. And blurry's bad? Blurry's bad. 
That's why I stopped the reading. Are you sure you want to go on now? Yeah, yes, please. This is important. Okay. It is crucial that you, yourself, that you, yourself, that you, yourself, raise this child. You mean with Thomas? Is it easy? The father of this child will play no part in its life, nor yours. So what exactly are you saying? This child, parented by anyone else, anyone other than you. Danger surrounds this baby. Danger? Your nature, your spirit, your goodness must be an influence in the development of this child. Look, if if Thomas and I don't you know, get back together, I'm putting this baby up for adoption. I just wanted to find out what would give the baby the happiest life. There is no happy life. Not for this child, not without you. I, I don't think there, there can't be another. You mustn't allow another to raise your baby. Okay, great. Um, thanks for taking my 200. Oh, no, look, take it. Miss Littleton, I am begging you just to consider. I can't raise this child by myself. You have to listen to me. Okay, thanks for your time and my money. Miss Littleton, please. The baby needs your protection. Miss Littleton, please! Okay, so what's really important here is that in that clip, you remember just how adamant Mr. Richard Malkin is that Claire not allow anyone other than herself to raise that child. In fact, he calls her for months. Hello? Miss Littleton, it's Richard Malkin. Oh, my God. Listen to me. I have a plan, something that will make this all better. Hey, you've got to stop calling me. It's too late, all right? I'm going to see adoptive services tomorrow. Oh, I've been telling you for months. You cannot do that. What I do with my baby is none of your business. You don't do what I'm suggesting. Great danger will befall... Okay, great danger will befall you if you don't stop calling me in the middle of the night. I Okay, so he calls her in the middle of the night because he knows that she's ready to go see the adopted services tomorrow. Now, why would this psychic, Richard Malkin, call her in the middle of the night? That's because he was sensing the psychic force again and knew that the very next day she would be sitting in the presence of none other than Arlene and Joseph Stewart. Arlene and Joseph Stewart, who are others, trying to adopt Claire's baby. Now, the most recent episode of called Maternity Leave has really helped me to support this. In fact, let me go ahead and play for you the clip of her at the adoption agency. Born and handed over to the Stewarts, you'll have no right to see the child again. You'll have no right to correspond with the child. It will be entirely up to Arlene and Joseph to decide whether to tell a child anything about you. Do you know uh, Catch a Falling Star? It's a song like a lullaby. Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket. My dad used to sing that to me when I was little. Do you think you could sing it to the baby once in a while? Of course. Now, nobody else has heard of this request by Claire to have her child here on a regular basis the song Catch a Falling Star. Now, 
We forward to maternity leave. We see the flashback about what happened when Ethan uh, kidnapped her. And Ethan brings her into this medical hatch, brings her into this nursery that's been made for Aaron. Now, this is the music that is played on the mobile that's made for baby Aaron. Ethan. Now, if you didn't know it, that song is actually catch a, catch a Falling Star and put it in your pocket. Now, th- that put in my mind a definite yes connection with the Stewarts trying to adopt Claire's baby. Now, obviously, Claire left without giving her baby up for adoption. And obviously, the Stewarts were not too happy with that. So, Dharma, what they did is they were able to do some tracing back of who was it that gave Claire psychic reading that kind of disturbed the psychic force, maybe? The Stewarts went back to Richard Malkin, and they found him. And now they have threatened his life. In fact, here's how he's changed his story. You spent the last four months telling me I have to raise the baby myself. Now you're giving me money and saying I don't have to? I found a couple in Los Angeles who are very eager to adopt the baby will be safe in their care. Now, I've foreseen... <laughs> you foreseen? I, I don't even know why I'm here. I'm sorry. I know this sounds ridiculous, Claire, all this psychic business, and I appreciate that you must think I'm a raving madman. But this is what must happen. Okay, now, remember I told you to not forget about how adamant he was that no one other than Claire was to raise this child. He was adamant about that, not anyone else. And now he's saying this is what must must happen. And notice he says he found a couple. Well, that couple is Arlene and Joseph Stewart, only they're not waiting in Los Angeles. He he does know exactly what's going to happen. He already knows, he's already sensed as a psychic that they're going to put her on Flight 815 and get her to the island. But he can't tell her, and he must convince her to get on that plane, or else he will be killed. Well, I can't go tomorrow. I have to get my... It has to be this flight. It can't be any other. They're already scheduled to meet you when you arrive. Flight 815. Flight 815. no couple in Los Angeles. He knew. He knew about the plane. What was going to happen. Oh my God, he knew. So there you go. Richard Malkin knew. He knew because Dharma, or the Stewarts, had gotten to him. And made sure that he talked Claire into getting onto that plane. A guy who, at first, warned Claire that nobody should raise this child other than herself. This child mustn't be raised by another. But now, he convinces her to get on the plane. She's got on the plane. 
She's been on the island. She's now been kidnapped. She had given her child over to Dharma, and of course she was drugged and did it under you know that mindset. However, she was willing. Matter of fact, uh, you have Alex helping her escape, and she did not want to take the baby with her. And because of that, that would probably be why she had this dream. What's happening? You know what's happening. But I, I don't understand. Why? It was your responsibility, but you gave him away, Claire. Everyone pays the price now. Do you see where I'm coming from with this? Do you think I'm crazy? Well, that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. I believe that Dharma is a part owner or owner of Oceanic Airlines. Why else would they have Oceanic Airplanes in the baby's mobile? I believe that Thomas used to work with Dharma, and he worked in Swan Station Number 3 and painted a mural. I believe that Thomas was not a deadbeat dad, but indeed he was a dad that was so concerned for the life and safety of his future child. He was so concerned that he was willing to give up who he loved the most to save them. That's my theory.